Welcome everybody to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening. In the studio with me, I have Nelly. Hey, Adam. How's it going? How's it been? It's going pretty good. Um, just been really busy. Had a lot, lot going on in my life lately. There has uh, been a lot going on in my life as well. As well, there has been. Um, my grandmother recently passed away, uh-huh. and she was ninety-six years old. But you know, I do have to say that God has given my family peace uh-huh. and mercy with this situation. My dad preached the funeral. Uh-huh. She was 96 years old, and she died peacefully. That's awesome. You know, so when you're born in 1920, and you die in 2016, that's a long life. Yeah. But I love her, and I'll miss her for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. But you were always so fortunate to have had your grandmother that long. Yeah. I was, didn't have my my dad's parents. They both had died, but then I had um, My my mother, my mother's parents, I think I was six. Well, I called her Mamma. That's what yeah, I called that's her. That's cool. And I did too. Call my mom. She lived beside of me growing oh. up. She lived in our yard. So she was 68 when I was born. Right. 68. That's how old my granny is, my mother's mom. Yeah. That's how old she is right now. But that's how old my mamma was when I was born. Well, she got married a young woman living in the mountains. She did. She got married about... I, I, not too young for what you would think. She was like 19 or 20. Uh-huh. You know... Used to women in the mountains would get married at 13, 14, uh, no, 15, gross. and they'd marry a 27, 28 year old man, wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. And hell, I've seen them be 12. How old was Loretta Lynn? She was, she was young. like 13, wasn't she? Yeah. How old were you when you first got married? Uh, 2020. Okay, so you wasn't. Okay. Oh, no. So that honey. was still, I mean, no older children, than most no. mountain women. Yeah. How old were you? <laughs> How old were you when you first had your first kid? And the only kid. The only kid. How old were you? I was twenty-seven. Okay, so you're not a mountain woman. See, mountain women had their kids at like fifteen, sixteen. They want to just shoot me? Oh, that's too long to be having children. But it was a beautiful uh, funeral service. My, it was sad. Don't get me wrong, but my dad preached the sermon. It was called "From Tears to Joy," uh, and that place. Went from very sad tears to a lot of rejoicing because they knew that my mamma had gone up right. to be with Jesus. Yeah. She was just ready to go home, and she would tell my dad that right. all the time. She was just like, "I'm ready to go home," and she didn't she mean tired. she didn't mean down the road up the holler. Yeah, she right. went home, right. heaven. Yes, she was in a lot of pain towards the end. She had dementia. That's a terrible disease to yeah, have. Yeah, my father had that. Oh, I couldn't think of anything more painful than your parent not knowing who you are. No. It's it's hard. Yeah. It's very hard. A lot of tragic things have been happening around the world. Orlando, Florida has become this place not to go. It's awful. There was the shooting. Yes. The biggest massacre in American history happened last week in Orlando where over 50 people were shot at a gay club in Orlando. The club was called Pulse. Right. You knew it was a gay club, right? Right. And... So people were wondering, was it a hate crime? Was it a terrorist attack? But it turned out to be a little bit of both. Yeah, and that guy was gay. Was he? Yes. He'd been in there. Oh. Lot, lots of times. So he decided to just go and... And I think because of his father, is this is my opinion, that I think that because of his father was so angry and so mean-sounding, Yeah. even though he was apologizing to the families and stuff, which was... Very, you know, I appreciate, I thought that was 
all he could do is so say, his son I'm sorry. took it out on his dad by going and shooting up fifty people in a nightclub. That it was very sad. That many people died. But I tell you, Nelly, we are not safe no matter where we go now. Well, I was just getting ready to tell you. Uh, who's to say that? I wouldn't say that Orlando's not a place to go because probably right now it's the safest place to go because they're going to hit somewhere else. There is. They are going to hit. I mean, you could do here. There's there's Kings Island. There's there's you know they, they a high school football the, game. This girl. Kentucky basketball? Non-secure places are where he's going to hit. These soft places. These mm-hmm. soft spots is what they call them. Yeah. A U.K. basketball game, that's too much security yeah. for them. Even though it's not like maximum security, but it's too much. They mm-hmm. want to hit soft spots like a high school football game. Mm-hmm. There's no security. Um, they hit a nightclub. There's no security. Maybe one bouncer. But he went to the Disney World. Did you know that? He scoped he? it out, too. Did he scope out Disney World? Would that have been horrible? That would have been horrific. A, mass, a shooting at Disney World. With chill, all those children there. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. But did you hear about what happened in Disney World? With that child. And the alligator. That was horrible. The child got ripped away by an alligator. And I, there's three things in life I'm scared of, Nelly. Snakes, alligators, and cats. I don't like any three of those. So if an alligator came up to me in Orlando, I'd just pass out right there and it'd grab me. Because I would pass out from fear. Well, at least you wouldn't know what happened. No. <laughs> so apparently the alligator ripped that boy. I know. What, what was it? to fight it. Was the kid playing in the water? Him and the dad was was waiting in the water. Waiting in the, the water? Edge. For what? Just waiting in water. Like you would just walk along the shore. Oh, waiting. 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 Okay. Waiting. I'm like waiting, waiting in the water. Waiting, yeah. And the... Um, and the alligator... The, the, see, they say... People that live in Florida stuff, they have to keep, like, if they live on a canal, they've got to keep their dogs and stuff away from the edge because they'll get them. Those alligators? Yes. That's scary. People, get, they get up in people's garages and everything else. I could open my garage one time down there and there was a big old snake in there. In Florida? Yes. I don't like died. snakes either. But it was a very sad situation. <clears throat> the little boy was drugged into the water. The alligator did not eat the boy. It just drowned him, apparently. That's what alligators like to do. They like to drown their prey and then eat it if they're not hungry. They'll they eat it later. It. I don't know. I guess maybe on the maybe they, in they, some they, of that they, weedy stuff. Maybe in the weeds. Maybe in the weeds Under to the hide water, it from people. I I, yeah, because he was still in the water when they mm-hmm. fell. I don't know. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. very sad. And the parents, at least, they got to have a proper funeral because the little boy wasn't chewed well, up. Can you imagine what they're going through and the horror that for that man that. Well, for both of them, seeing that happen to their child. I just went to a funeral. Funerals are not fun. Mm-mm. And I went to a woman's funeral who was 96 years old, who was expected to die, yeah. who had lived a long life. And a there was life. And there was still so many tears shed. Could you imagine a mm. two-year-old boy laying I in a I can't casket? imagine a child, period. No. It would be devastating. I have been to funerals before where people are trying to get in the casket. Have you ever seen that before? Mm-hmm. I hope I never have to experience that. I wanted to pick my daddy up. I hope I never have to experience that. When I walked into my mamaw's funeral, you know how they let the family mm-hmm. in 30, 30, 45 an hour before the actual yeah. funeral yeah, starts? Yeah, an hour. I just remember walking in and just it's just complete sadness. Complete, oh, yeah. Complete sadness. Everybody cries. Everybody breaks down. And... Um, and that's a lot for a kid to see, a kid like my little brother's age, 11, because they see all their strong dads and moms mm-hmm. crying. That's mm-hmm. a lot for them to take in. 
It's a lot of psychological. But it's, good, but it's a good experience for them because it's part of life. I think so. I think it is a good experience because the Bible says every man is appointed one day to die. Uh-huh. So we all will die. We cannot escape you just gotta it. You wait till your brain's Yeah, absolutely. Nobody knows when the time of death will come your way unless you just want to end it early yourself. Oh, don't talk about that. That would just be too silly. But yeah, so Orlando was just a crazy, terrible so place sad. to go. I just pray for the, those families and I do too. And pray and pray and, and pray for the families of all the people who lost their lives in the nightclub. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I, I pray for I pray for us, the people that are just horrified by it and just don't understand. ISIS. A person is a person and it's a person, and love is love is love. ISIS is a dangerous outfit. Yeah. They are here to hurt us. Do nothing else. Somebody said, oh, the next thing they'll do is hack our bank accounts. They don't care about that stuff. They just want to kill you. Yeah. they That's all they want to do. Blow you up. Yeah. Kill you. Just, and then kill themselves because they're cowards. Yeah. So, Nellie, with all this going on, the presidential election is going on. Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton. Have you decided who, who you're going to vote for yet? He is getting... So out of control. But so is with Hillary. That mouth. So is Hillary. No. Yes. No. Hillary is going to the Second Amendment. With all this gun violence happening still, the Orlando shooting just brought everything back up with the gun violence. I believe in the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. I believe that everybody should be able to go out buy a gun, buy a pistol to protect yourself from shotguns. Right, but not a but not the, the semi automatics. A semi automatic assault. Yeah, what do you weapon. need with that? You took the words right out of my mouth. What do you need with it? I mean, that's ridiculous. That should never been offered to the public. I know that's a little bit of the government controlling what we do, but sometimes, sometimes, you just got to be, you, you got to use, use common her, sense. Yes. Because there's too many bad people out there. There's too many when bad people that, out there. When was that, when was that amendment written? 1776. Yeah, a different time in America when there right. wasn't that many evil people who yeah, would walk into a club, walk into a place where people dance. A bar or something. I mean, uh, no, you didn't see stuff like that back in the right. 1700s. You didn't see people well, walking into a movie theater. they didn't have semi-automatic guns. Well, they had those big musket things and all that. <laughs> My God. Exactly. Stuff you had to pour powder in. So are, are you saying that the Bill of Rights... Is outdated. It needs to be. Yeah, I think some change, common sense changes need to be, need made. To be made. I, I mean, I you've can see your right point. You've got a right to have a pistol, and you've got a right, if you hunt, to have a shotgun, right? And stuff. You know, if that's part of your enjoyment, or you go to a skeet shoot, or you don't, you know, whatever. Right. But don't get me getting guns that's going to kill people. Because here's the thing: this guy went into a store and bought this gun straight up. Just bought it. Yeah. If. Maybe this could and have been he prevented. Had once, a couple times, been on the FBI yeah. watch list. People are going to not like what we're saying because people are like, guns, 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 100%. Like, yes, I agree with the gun laws and we should be able and to they, have guns, but not assault, not the semi automatic And the right to, to, right to own and protect your family and yourself. That's yeah. fine, but my yeah. gosh. I don't know, but. Hillary, I think, wants to get rid of everything. I don't think she does. I think she wants to get rid of all guns. To She'll the never be able to do that. She's not stupid. There's too many people in this country that love guns to vote Trump in if she was to do that. 
But I think the determining factor is going to be you who know, they... there's going to be a war in the United States if Trump comes because he's going to piss you don't, all kinds You of don't think off. there's going to be a war if Hillary comes? ISIS is going to I know there's going to be a war, but I think it's going to be right here on our soil if he does it. It could be. It could be. But that's going to be interesting. He's, he don't know when to shut up. And he's a smart, intelligent man. The vice presidents will be interesting. To see who they pick. Are you curious at all? I'd be scared to death to have to... Mm. Bernie Sanders might be the boss of Hillary. Uh-huh. I thought that too, but I don't know. Who knows, though? It can't be another woman. Some people have rumored a, rumored a woman. Well, if, she did, if she did that, she just went ahead and just uh-huh. lost it. Because nobody's going to vote in two women. It will be a dark day for men. If Hillary Clinton gets elected. It's going to be a dark day for everybody if he gets in. I don't want either one of them, Adam. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think that man is going to get us in some deep, deep caca. (laughs) Deep. You think so? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, man. They'll be having a, a draft again. Oh my gosh. Wars. They a, will. A draft. That's what I'm talking about. The hell he's crazy. So, like these people you're saying that are 18 years I old. I understand his feelings <laughs> yeah. about a lot of things. And I'm not saying that I disagree with all of that. But he's got to learn. Somebody needs to send him to some kind of speech class or something. He needs to come to see you and let you teach him how to talk. But that's what's going on. Yeah, really. That, that's what's going on in the political world. Oh, Nelly, sorry about that. Yeah. Call call. Call call. That's some huge... Is that the new word for S-H-I-T for you? That little girl lives down the street. That's what she says. She's two years old. She'll come up. She'll see dog. Somebody didn't clean her dog mess up. She'll say, ooh, call call. <laughs> Uh, Two years old. Is she from a different foreign descent? No. Oh, because a lot of foreign people have very interesting uh, things that they say. Remember the little redhead girl looked just like my little redhead? Right. So, yeah. That was her. It's funny. Yeah. Well, well, that's what's going on in the political world. Nellie, LeBron. And in my front yard with the dog poop and the kids. (laughs) Caca. LeBron James won his third championship last night. Yes. He beat the Golden State Warriors. And, um, he didn't do it alone. He didn't do it alone, but everybody knows LeBron got his third. Yeah. Father's Day was this past Sunday. Right. Did so it he, make he did all right, didn't he, he? Yeah. Did it make you think of your dad on Father's Day? Oh Lord, I don't even want to talk about it. I had a bad time this time. Oh, did you really? I haven't seen my brothers in a while, and I told them, I said, "We've got to get together, people. Life's too short. We're all getting older. My baby brother will be fifty years old next year." You're right, and it's sad. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's you guys have to start getting together because when you go to funerals and things like that, it makes you think. When I went to this funeral, I was my priorities. I need to get them in check. I need to start seeing my family a lot more. Life is just way too short. Spending and with friends and stuff. I had a real dear, dear, dear friend that passed away, and I, I didn't even know she passed away. And she had called me and left me a message, and I was having some things going on at that time and I didn't call her back and then one day I called and left a message and her daughter called me and told me she passed away. It was your friend? Yes. How old was she? Friend. She was in her 60s but she was my neighbor and we, Jim, my husband traveled and she was, we were hilarious together. Yeah. We were just, I mean, we would laugh till we cried. Yeah. 
and we had so much. We just we just hooked up. We just saw each other working in our yards one day. Spoke to each other, and Linda said, "Looks like we're the only ones out working today." And that just started the conversation. We was friends ever since. Yeah. Well. They, uh, my mom lost her friend when she was 23. Oh, that's uh, sad. In the rain, she was driving in the rain and crashed. Uh, I was just one years old, one year old at the time. My mom told me about this. She said it. She thinks about her every day. She thinks about her friend. See, I think about my brother and my mom, my dad. And... So I wrote this post for my dad on Father's Day. I'll read it to the podcast. I don't know if you read it. I did. Okay, and you don't like anything I write. You usually like things that Ashley rhymes or Zach, but not me. But I wrote, I don't even really know how much to put into words how much I love my dad. Most guys can say their dad taught them how to drink beer. My dad taught me how to pray. Most guys can say their dad taught them how to fish. My dad taught me the Bible. Most guys can say their dad taught them the way of the world. But my dad taught me the road to eternal life thank you dad i love you so much happy father's day i didn't read that yes. that's gonna make me cry yes i mean and then i posted a picture with me and my dad and it's true oh i love your dad you know i do i, th- I have so much respect for him he got saved when he was um 18 years old 19 somewhere around there and the story is he was playing rock and roll music in this band and he was playing just rock and roll, just rocking out. And he said that he, the night before practice, he was walking through his yard and something told him that he was going to die very soon and go to hell. Because my dad was like very big into rock and roll music. He was like real interested in selling his soul to the devil for fame Mm -hmm. and fortune. When my dad was, he used to be into that. So he was walking through the yard and he heard that. He said he was playing rock and roll music that night and he was walking through the hallway at the end of uh, practice, and he said the electricity went out in the hotel, this old mm-hmm. hotel room that they used to practice in. Dad said he remembers walking through a hallway, and the, the each room, he, he said he could like feel the walls. And each time he would feel the walls, he would feel the room, he would feel the empty space of where the hotel room was. And he said that he just, he said something, he felt something just touch him like, was like pulling him. Mm-hmm. He felt like that he was like in trouble. Like he was gonna die. Mm-hmm. He, he thought he was gonna die and go to hell. Is what he thought. Mm-hmm. And he said he remembers driving down in a nineteen sixty some Chevy Impala going down Camp Branch Mountain. He said bawling his eyes out. He gave his life over to Jesus, and he never looked back. He's been in the ministry since then. He's fifty three, still going strong, still in the fight, still pastoring a church. He, there's been a lot of things that he has to had to endure in the ministry. A lot of people have talked about him, kicked him, cursed him. He's been through it, but he's still in the fight. And he don't miss a Sunday. He's not missed a Sunday ever. I mean, he's he don't miss. And he's just he's just a good man, and he just likes to win souls over for Jesus. He says that's that's his work. That's what he was put here to do. And that's inspiring to me. You know, most people can say their dad, you know, is uh, the... Uh, uh, deer hunter of the year. Yeah, you know my dad's just he's he works for God. Mm-hmm. You That's know pretty I mean? awesome. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> my dad's cooler than your dad. Is uh-huh. to my friends. <laughs> I love him. Happy Father's Day, Joe Banks. You you've met my dad. Oh yeah, he he's likes a great you. guy. He loves you. I have a lot of respect for him. He said I God. Him too. He said God put you in my life. 
Well, I know he did. You know, my dad. We've talked about that. Yeah, he said that. He said the Lord. He put you in mind. He says the Lord is, uh, he says, has a sense of humor, don't he? I said, what do you mean? He said, just the way he does things, how you and Nellie know each other, how he puts you there. How he put us there, he mm-hmm. says. The, he said, "That's the Lord, son." He said, "Don't For us ever to meet." He and, said, "Don't and become ever, such good friends." Yeah, he says, "Don't ever think that stuff like that is just happens by chance." He says, "Everything good in your life is a blessing from God." Oh yeah, that's what he says, and you know that's why you just can just sometimes just take the time out and say thank you, Jesus, right. for all your blessings because things, you know, I was at that funeral and it just it changes your perspective. I know the whole theme of this podcast has been that funeral, but it just changes your perspective on life. Oh, a lot of things. You're not laying in a casket. You're living. I've experienced that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I saw a lot of people your age. I wish you could have came. I wish I could have, too. It would have been nice. Because I would have been there. Yeah. I always wanted to meet her, remember? Yeah. We never did do it. I know it. That's one of those things I was talking about we don't need to put off stuff. Well, Nelly, I want to thank you for doing the podcast with me. We'll see you back on the next episode. Yes. Of course, you're getting back into That's it. I right. know things uh, are going to start going your way uh, here in the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, you've been on. I'm going to feel better. I've been on a downhill ride for a while. She's been on. She's been on a leave. She's been on a. Um, what do they call that? No, not a hiatus, but a sabbatical. Yeah. Is that what they call that? Yeah. What's a sabbatical? Is that like a time? Of Absence. Yes. Yeah, she's been on like a three month sabbatical. Yeah. I needed, I was, she was worn out. I'm still not there yet, but I'm working on it. Yeah. Well, she's the best off the cuff co host we have (laughs) of all the ones that fill in. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the show, Nelly. Great to be back. Of course, great to be back. And we'll see you on the next episode, everybody. See you later.